Welcome back to One Visit Away with your host, Kevin Fitzpatrick. This show focuses on true stories of philanthropy in order to understand what it takes to succeed in major gift fundraising. Listen to these stories and you'll realize you're just one visit away from a transformational experience for your benefactors and your organization. If you haven't done it already, I really think you should check out MarketSmart's new white paper titled Fundraising Automation, the Nonprofit Leader's Guide to Optimizing Operations. Here's why. You probably have plenty of prospects identified, more than enough for each gift officer. But while these folks might have capacity and affinity, according to prospect research, in most cases, they're not ready to meet with your staff. You know this is true when you reach out and they don't engage and answer your calls or emails. That's why you need to read this white paper. It will help you understand how you can warm up your identified prospects so they pre-qualify themselves for your outreach. That way, your staff will stay more focused, working with the major donor prospects who said they are ready while automating cultivation for the rest until they signal that they're ready. Think of it like this. With fundraising automation, you're basically adding a helper to your team who works 24-7 and never takes vacations. One who knows exactly what to say to help people move themselves forward so they lean in and even raise their hands or set an appointment with a gift officer entirely on their own. This white paper will help you understand how you can deliver this kind of truly donor-centric cultivation automatically so you won't have to hire more staff. Instead, you'll optimize the great people you've already got and raise more money more efficiently. Download the free white paper on fundraising automation from MarketSmart now at imarketsmart.com optimize to learn all you need to know so you can decide whether to build an automated cultivation system on your own or you might want to avoid that headache and get MarketSmart to do it for you in a matter of weeks. Either way, I urge you to check out this free report at imarketsmart.com optimize. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the One Visit Away podcast. This is my last week of paternity leave before I get back to work. And uh, I just wanted to, as a quick celebration, uh, have a sale on my course, Major Gift Millions. So between now and the end of this Friday, um, Major Gift Millions is 25% off for individual or team access. So you can go to onevisitaway.com slash millions, learn more about the course and get enrolled there. As always, 30-day money, ma- money back guarantee. So if it doesn't just blow your mind, uh, if it's not whatever parameter you want to put around it, the best major gift training you've ever received, just ask for a refund within 30 days and it's yours. So you just go to onevisitaway.com slash millions, use the coupon code 25OFF, 25OFF at checkout. But anyway, here's this week's story. I've This happened years ago, and I'm going to keep it uh, gender neutral even so that uh, this person's identity can remain safe. But when I first got started on LinkedIn, um, you know, people started noticing, oh, here's this new person who's uh, putting out all this content about major gifts. This one person reached out to me and they were like, hey, I'd love to schedule a, a meeting with you and get to know you, this, this kind of thing. And so we schedule a meeting, we start just chatting about life. And this is, a, this is another fundraising consultant and they're a published author. I think they've got several books. They're 
pretty well known in in the industry and uh, has a lot of like has a, a decent sized brand, I guess you would say. And this person has this conversation with me. They're just saying how they love my stuff, all this kind of thing. And then all of a sudden they start telling me about a program they have to help nonprofit consultants, you know, succeed in their business kind of thing. And they start to try to sell me on enrolling in this program. And and there were a few things they did. The you know the the, the first thing is they just started talking to me about it out of nowhere. And then they started saying and you know here's the part i'm i'm no good at is the sales part and then they start trying to to get me to enroll in the thing and i remember the thing that stuck out to me the most is they kept saying you know i i really think this would be good for you i really think this would be good for you and of course i did not roll enroll in their stupid camp or whatever it was <laughs> and uh you know, never, never even entertained the thought, the thought. And there were a variety of reasons. So I'm going to give you three, three things here that uh, did not go well for them from a sales perspective. And they apply 100% to major gifts. The first thing that this person failed at is they ambushed me. They didn't let me know that they had a product or a course or whatever that was designed to help nonprofit consultants and the reason they were reaching out to me is because they wanted to sell me this thing. If they would have told me that on the front end, hey, I've got a program designed for people specifically like you that might be a good fit for you and your business, would it be all right if we scheduled a time to have a conversation? I can get to know you a little better, see if it might be a good fit. If they would have done that, would have been phenomenal. Um, But because they ambushed me and just, you know, wanted to talk under these false pretenses of, oh, I like your stuff. I want to get to know you as a fellow person in the space. I felt ambushed. And we can do this to to donors all the time. We tell people we're reaching out for one reason, or maybe we know the person, we've you know met them at an event or whatever. And we just tell them, hey, I'd love to get together for lunch sometime. And they just think we're going as friends or whatever. And then all of a sudden we start talking to them about money and they're like, whoa, 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 what the heck happened here? So that's the first thing, never ambush people. The second thing this person did was the negative self-talk. They kept saying, I'm not good at this sales thing. And this one really bothers me too, because first off, that doesn't help anyone in the, so a reason someone might do it is because they know they suck at it and they're very uncomfortable with it. And they're trying to verbalize their feelings and take away some of the the awkwardness they're feeling, I guess. But it does not help the person on the other end. It just makes me, it just reaffirms me like, yeah, you really do suck at this. You know, it's funny. They were trying to sell me on this program. And I was like, like, I don't even have a program for you, but you should, you should take my program because I could teach you how to do this better. And, and so, so one of the things is, you know, never verbalize something like negative self-talk like stop doing that when you tell yourself i'm no good at sales i'm no good at major gifts when you say it out loud to the donor i'm no good at major gifts but here we go 
you are setting up they are expecting you to suck and you are expecting you to suck. And guess what? You are going to suck. If you want to verbalize something, I'm all about sharing what's really going on and how you're feeling about something, but don't frame it as a negative self-talk thing. Say something like, hey, this is the first time I've had a conversation like this with a, you know, it's, it's my first visit in Major Gifts. I don't really know what I'm doing, but I want to become great at this. I'm sure this is going to be a little bit awkward. Would you be willing to work with me, see how it goes, and then afterwards you can give me some pointers of ways I can improve so that I can become great at this and serve our donors well? You can frame things like that. You can still verbalize how you're feeling, but frame it as, I want to be great at this. I'm going to be great at this, but it's going to take me a little while to get there. Can you help me? So you can still verbalize feelings of, I'm not amazing at this yet, but don't say, I suck at sales. I suck at major gifts. Say, I'm learning so that I can be great at this. I am going to be great at this. So no negative self-talk. And the last thing that this person did is they didn't find out if it was a good fit for me. They just, the, the, one of the reasons they suck at sales in their self-proclaimed way is because they ambushed me and they didn't find out if it was actually a good fit. The reason sales can feel icky is because we don't know if we're actually helping the person. This person had no idea if they were helping me. I was pretty confident at the time, and I still am, that I was probably earning a higher income than this person in the fundraising consulting space anyway. So I thought it was kind of funny that they're just assuming I, like, um, you know, just because I was new, like, oh, you must be having a tough time paying the bills or something like that. And they had no clue that I was making a tremendous income, like significantly more than what I was making when I was working full-time in major gifts and had a high income then. And so they just had no idea that they were trying to get me to buy something that wouldn't even be helpful to me. And so you need to find out if something is a good fit, whether it's sales or major gifts. And that's, y'all all know that starts with questions. It's like, you know, if you're in a major gift situation, you know, tell me about, you know, what are you most passionate about? What do you give the most money to? Why? Starting to learn about your donor, you know, where does our organization currently fit in your giving priorities? Uh, stuff like that. If you're in the sales situation, they could ask me like, hey, how's it going in the the new gig? Like, how are you doing? Um, tell me about it and just listen. Like, would do you feel like there's things you you don't have a lot of confidence on or you're not sure how to move forward with? They could have asked things like that. And then if it was a good fit, easily propose their solution. And if, they're, and if it wasn't a good fit, then you don't have to awkwardly propose your solution to someone who doesn't want it. I mean, when I speak to a new prospective client for my one-on-one -on -one coaching, I just start with a bunch of questions. Even if I go into the meeting and the prospective client tells me something like, all right, so tell me about what you do. I want to know if we want to move forward with this. You can always flip it back. I'll always say to them, hey, I'd love to tell you about what I do, but before we get to that, could I ask you a few questions to better understand your organization and to see if this might be a good fit or if it is how it might fit in? And people always say, yeah, of course. And then I'll just start asking people some simple questions that, you know, lead to me knowing if it's a good solution or not. Because after I ask them two or three questions, I know 
yeah, this has a good likelihood of being able to help them, or this would be a total waste of time for them. And then I can just tell them right away. And so, I mean, most of my sales calls for my coaching, I mean, it's it's usually one or two conversations at most before a deal is is signed because it's just very obvious because I start with finding out, is this helpful to the person? So if you're in a major gift situation, always start with questions and finding out, is this a good solution? You know, is this a good solution for their problem? And are we the type of organization they would want to help with? Do they have the capacity? Is it the right timing? Those are the kind of things you want to know before you ask for the gift. Otherwise, you just seem like this pushy, uninformed, uh, you know, bull in a china shop that's just like destroying everything and no one's enjoying a good time. So those are the three things. Don't ambush people. Stop with the negative self-talk and always ask good questions to find out if this is a good fit to move forward with. So that's this week's podcast episode. I hope it helped you in some way. If it did, please leave a rating and review in Apple Podcasts. Um, remember right now through the end of this week, uh, major gift millions is 25% off for individual or team access with the coupon code 25 off at checkout. So go check that out. One visit slash millions. And I look forward to seeing you enrolled in the course. I hope this episode has inspired you to go schedule more visits. After all, you're just one visit away from a transformational experience for your organization and your benefactors.